Hey everyone, welcome back to One Hit Wanderer. My name's Evan, and today we're going to talk about Little Lion Man by Mumford & Sons. If you haven't had the chance to listen to this song yet, I highly recommend it. It's one of the best songs by this band. And if you haven't had a chance, check out this band. We're going to talk a little bit about this one. Um, hopefully you can get to learn something new today. So like I said, take a second, listen to it, get yourself ready to go. All right, so Little Lion Man by Mumford & Sons, uh, released in 2009. It was uh, one of the tracks on their debut studio album. Um, I don't can't tell you the first time that I actually heard this song, but I can tell you that I connected to it pretty early on. Um, I was 14 when this song came out. I don't remember actually being able to point to an instance in my life where I connected to it. I just felt it. Um, I felt it through the instrumentation, through the lyrics, through the story that was being told. Even though I hadn't really experienced anything at this point in my life that was like this, it just felt real. And looking back, I have experienced it. Like that's, I think that's what's really cool about being able to stick with this music is that I've, I've been able to look back at it at various times and been able to say, wow, this song impacted me here, this song impacted me here. And um, it, it's something that Mumford & Sons has been able to do, I've been able to do with Mumford & Sons, really every track, even, even the tracks on Wilder Mind, which if you're a Mumford & Sons fan, you know Wilder Mind is a bit of a stretch for the band um, but I loved, I loved Wilder Mind personally. So if that makes you unsubscribe from this podcast, I'm sorry, but that's where I'm at on that. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've listened to Little Lion Man. Um, this was this, honestly, this was the song that got me into Mumford and Sons. Um, I remember sitting in my bedroom, um, trying to decide if I wanted to buy the whole album or just the song. Um, and I went on a, out on a limb and just bought the whole album um, because I think I, if I think about how I was as a 14-year-old correctly, I did the math and figured out it was cheaper for me to just buy the whole album. And with that, I was exposed to all of Mumford & Sons, but Little Iron Man has always been special to me. Um, the imagery and the, the instrumentation, like I've said, and I'll say it a hundred times, this song just rocks. <laughs> It, it, it just gets me going. I love this song. I I cry sometimes when I listen to this song. I I bang on whatever's close to me whenever I'm whenever I listen to this song. I I scream this song at the top of my lungs whenever it comes on in the car. Like this song is one of my all time favorites for sure. Um, so it was really fun to look at it. I, I have the personal side of it down pretty good from listening to it for years and in understanding where the band comes from and where the writers come from. Um, but then it was also fun to kind of look at it a little more technically um, through the instrumentation, through the lyrics and everything for this episode um, and for you guys to be able to see it in a different light and see even more in detail the beauty of what they're doing and what they're saying and what they're singing. Um Apparently, and I didn't know this until, like I said, I was looking into the track and the band, this song fits into rock. And it's really weird. Um, People who know Mumford & Sons can attest to this. Mumford & Sons is very folky rock, um, F-O-L-K. And um, uh, they're they're just one of those bands that, um, I don't know, like they always have the banjo... I say always, they don't always have the banjo anymore. Um, Sign No More and, um, oh my goodness, I can't think of the name, the second album. 
Um, Babel, 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 whatever. Um, that one, Babel. Sinomore and Babel are very folky rock, very acoustic, you know. Um, I remember as a kid watching them perform, and it was all acoustic. I'm sure they were plugged in for audio purposes, but they were, it's a very, it's a very just down-to-earth, earthy sound that um, I, I have always enjoyed, um, but with Mumford & Sons now, um, and I say now because they just released Delta, which is one of their newest album, which is very different from Sign No More and Babel. And it's almost, it's pretty different from Wilder Mind as well, which was their um, foray into electric. It, it is much more rock, much more electric instrumentation, um, but it's still the same heart and soul behind the music and behind the words, and that's really cool. Um, it's really enjoyable to be able to see this band kind of, kind of evolve. But I'm I digress. With with Little Line Man, it's very simple. It, the guitar is quick. It's a quick paced song. Um, the the single acoustic, and then you get the banjo, and there's there's a little bit of electric, maybe some bass in there um, that kind of comes in. It might just be a keyboard, honestly. But um, you also get the the bass drum in there. That it just the beat of this song is just bang 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 bang, and it is. It is head bumping. Like I, I get so excited when I listen to this song every time. Still, I can't not move. I can't not sing along. I love it. Um, even as a kid, looking at, listening to this song, I understood it as the older talking to the younger. Whether that is like the older self talking to the younger self, or whether that is the older the master um, speaking to the student. Whatever that is, I've always understood it that way. Um, looking online and kind of looking through other people's takes on the song and other interviews by the band, there are different perspectives out there that kind of go the one way or the other. I personally have, have chose the middle ground. I ch- decided a long time ago that this was the older to the younger. This was, look, this is how it is. I've been through it. You are going to be able to get through it too. Um, and that's okay. Like, however you take it, like, that's the cool thing. I enjoy this song so much that I would be more than willing to have a conversation with anybody about how they think about it. And this song has been out there long enough that everybody has an opinion on it. So looking at the lyrics, um, we'll just kind of go through line by line, like always. So, uh, weep for yourself, my man, you'll never be what is in your heart. Um, so that's the first line, <laughs> right off the bat. As soon as I read the lyrics, um, I think I've read the lyrics before, but it never registered with me. I always thought my man was Lion Man. So I've always thought it was weep for yourself, Lion Man. You'll never be what is in your heart. And I think it is. I don't know if that was if that's just people can't decide between Lion Man and my man or if different renditions, they sing my man versus Lion Man. I personally like Lion Man a little more because, first off, it sticks with the title. But it also kind of keeps up with this. We're going to keep the imagery going because the imagery is so rich throughout the whole track. Weep, little lion man. You'll, you're not as brave as you were at the start. So um, you're so ready to... You're not as brave as you were at the start. So think about um, whenever you've decided that you're going you're gonna to make a change. Think about New Year's resolutions are a perfect example. 
Um, you get to New Year's Day, you're going to say, okay, I'm going to go to the gym every day. Okay, I'm going to eat healthier. I'm going to stop swearing. I'm going to whatever whatever you're swearing off of, whatever you're going to stop doing. You're like, yeah, I'm totally going to do this. And then, you know, week two, maybe day three, maybe hour six, you're like, this is not happening. <laughs> this is not, I am not going to be able to do this. I think that's what they're speaking to, that idea of as time progresses, as, as the realization comes that what we're getting into is what we're getting into, that, that boldness, that braveness is, is deteriorating and gone. Um, maybe not gone necessarily because sometimes I think even just starting, just saying you're going to make that change is brave enough. But I think with the song, what they're saying is you, there has been a change in you. You have gone from where you were at at the beginning to where you are at the end. You have, you have, or where you're at now, not necessarily at the end, I'm sorry. What, what started out in you as a burning flame has become a flicker or even a, a dying light. Um, and I, I think like that's so deep, like that's line, th- um, line f- four technically in the lyrics like that. That's a lot right there. Just to say you're not as brave as you were at the start. I think you don't say that to anybody. You, you say that to somebody, you know, you say that to somebody that you've seen progress from this point, point A to where they're at on their way to point B. That's where it feeds to me this whole idea that it's the older self talking to the younger self, whatever that perspective is. Um, that that idea of being able to speak to the progress that's been made, that to me is, that line is where that comes in. Moving on, um, rate yourself and rake yourself. Take all the courage you have left and the courage you've wasted on fixing all the problems that you've made in your own head. So these two lines really fit together pretty well, and I kind of added some words in there. I'm sorry. Rate yourself and rake yourself. Take all the courage you have left and waste it on fixing all the problems that you've made in your own head. So what the the narrator, we're going to say, is going to be the older self uh, to keep that image alive. The older self is saying, check yourself. Take Everything that you have left after you've checked yourself, after you've gotten this far, as well, as well as any whatever you've got, any gumption that you've got that you've tied into fixing everything that you have perceived to be wrong, that that's something there that is also incredibly deep to me. The narrator is pointing out that the problems for the younger have the audience will say the audience. So keep with that narrator audience idea. The audience has created the problems in their own head. This is of their making. And then the older self is coming in there and saying, look, this is you. Like this isn't real. This is you. You're making this. Stop wasting your energy on this. Stop wasting your energy on comparing yourself to those around you. Stop wasting your energy, checking yourself against yourself, this ideal self or whatever. I might be reading into it a little bit there, but I, I genuinely think that's what they're saying there. All of this energy that has been used in checking and grading, but then also fabricating these problems could have been used towards something better. And I think we, I kind of might be jumping ahead of myself a little bit here, but I think the beauty of this song is that it says you could have been doing something better with this 
but it doesn't give a suggestion as to what. It maybe is implied at some point that what you're supposed to do is make yourself better, make the people around you better. I don't know, but what I do know is that the beauty in this song comes from the narrator not saying, this is what I would do. I think the... I think what it is is that the narrator is saying you need to do this different. And whether that's implied, whether that whether you hear that solution or whatever, um, it's I think it's beautiful. I think it's great. And I think it feeds, again, to the older self talking to the younger self. You don't stop, stop wasting your time on these problems. I know that they're not legit. Let's put our energy elsewhere so you can be better off than I am and you don't have to come back. You know what I mean? You don't have to reach back and say, I think you wasted your time. It's very meta. (laughs) But uh, again, this song has been out for 10 years. I've listened to this song for 10 years, um, which is insane to say. It sounds so weird coming out of my mouth. But I mean, that's it's nine years, I guess, at this point. Yeah, you're right. it has. It is a song that resonates for me, and I'm sure it resonates for a lot of different people. Um, it it's incredible, and that's just the first verse. Like that's just the beginning of the song. Uh, the best part of the song is, I think, is the chorus. Um, the chorus is incredible. So, but it was not your fault, but mine. Um, this line, we, we gotta stop here for a second and check this out. So. If this is the older self talking to the younger self, but it was not your fault but mine, we could be looking at a at an, a, truly an older self. So it's all of the same. The narrator is talking to the audience and the narrator is the audience, that kind of thing. Um, what we could be seeing here is that admission of like, I did this and you're doing it too, which is fine. I also find it interesting to think about this as like a, the, a father-son kind of vibe. Um, where like the, like, I don't know if any of you have ever heard this or like the sins of the father become the sins of the son and so on, that kind of thing. Um, excuse me. Oh, I gotta take a drink. Sorry. Um, I don't know what, I don't know what kind of deep meaning you're looking at there. Um, if, if whatever meaning you pull out of that, I, I still like to think about it as the self to self where, it's kind of like it isn't the older self actually talking to the younger self like time travel kind of thing but it's like a at the end of the day this isn't your fault i can't blame my younger self because i was my younger self i can't blame my younger self like it was a separate person that did these things i did these things um and so from like that like just right there it was not your fault it was mine it's not my fault it was mine like that that realization is is awesome. I, I can't think of a better word. English is so, so lacking in words um, for that emotion and that realization. And even when I was 14 and I was just kind of getting into the cusp of like this, this song and understanding what the words were saying, I knew that it was like, dang, like that, that hits home. Um, it was not your fault but mine and it was your heart on the line. So again, um, your heart, my heart, it was, it was, I did these things younger, not really thinking about it. And I risked your heart. I risked my heart. 
Um, I when I was first listening to this song, I really thought that this was a, a man, a, a, a one person singing to another uh, in a rela- like a relationship kind of vibe, uh, man woman, man to woman, where the man had really messed it up and the woman was very hurt and. Now I look at it as like it could be anybody. It really could be anybody. Like the father, son, mother, son, mother, daughter, like husband, husband, wife, wife, like brother, sister, whatever. Whatever that relationship is, there was a relationship that was broken or severely damaged. And like that was how I interpreted it back then. Now I'm looking at it and it's more of a conversation from the older self realizing that the younger self isn't to blame. The younger self was young and naive and, um, it kind of moves on. Uh, <laughs> PG-13 warning. I really fucked it up this time. Didn't I, my dear? Didn't I, my... And then it goes into the sick instrumentation. We'll talk about that in a second. For me, um, I didn't realize this until I listened to uh, Babel. And I didn't listen to Babel for a long time because I was so in love with Sino More. Mumford & Sons, up until Delta, had at least... Had at only one track where they swore where they used F where they used the F word. Um, and I'm PG 13, so I can't say it more than once. Um, and like, I, I had a really hard time with this when I was 14 because I grew up in a, in a solid Midwest Midwest Christian home and swearing was like horrible. Like it was bad. And it, and, uh, um, with this song, like it's the centerpiece of this song. And there was a point where I came to the realization, I think I was like 16 or 17. So I've had, I've had my hands on this for a while. I came to the realization that there isn't another word that works. There isn't another word in English, in my mind, at least that, that expresses how the feeling, how the, the anger, the sadness everything that's wrapped up in that line um, because I really messed it up this time. Like, that's not good enough. That's not good enough. This is a big deal. This is a deep, we know this is a deep thing from the other lines in the song. And all the other examples, um, I believe one of the songs is Monster. Um, I can, I need to look real quick. I guess I should have written this down, huh? Um, In Babel, um, in Babel, it's Broken Crown, and in Wilder Minds, it's Monster, where there isn't, I'm pretty sure it's Broken Crown. If I'm wrong, somebody can correct me, and I would greatly appreciate it. Um, But those those songs, there isn't a better word. There isn't a a better way to say what they're trying to say, to to get across what they're trying to get across. English falls short. I, I get that. I hear that all the time. Um, you know, you read it in poetry. There aren't there aren't words to describe her beauty. There, her beauty. Her beauty. Her beauty. There aren't words that describe the the anything, the feeling, the emotion. And I I don't think there was a better word. I think they did perfect. Um, it isn't just a mistake when you use that word. It isn't just a, oh, I messed this up here. Let me get a Band-Aid. It, it, it's a, oh, my goodness. Like, this is not going to end well. Uh, the Didn't I My Dear 
their also love admiration. This points back to the relationship. Um, and I think more, I, I don't think I would call myself my dear, but that's just me. So I don't know. I, I still, I cling, excuse me, I cling to this idea of it being an older and a younger where the older is having the realization that, yes, I'm mad at what the younger self did, but I'm I'm still going to be okay with it. I'm still going to accept that. Moving on. So that's the course. So it was not your fault, but not mine. It was your heart on the line. I really add up this time, didn't I, my dear, didn't I, my. And then it goes into this sick folk instrumental that is just, it's amazing. I, I'm i I'm not even listening to the song. I'm thinking about it. My foot's tapping, and I'm bumping. Like, I, I it just is the banjo, like... Say what you can say about the banjo, man. But the banjo in this song is fantastic. I love it. Um, it, it. It just is. The instrumentation on this song is incredible. The instrumentation in this album is so good. Please listen to Sino More. Please listen to Little Lion Man. Please check out Mumford & Sons. They are not sponsoring this show. But if they would, that'd be great. But please check them out. They are such a good band. They are worth your time. And if you don't like them, that's okay. Please tell me why you don't like them so we can talk about it. Because I'm really curious to meet somebody who doesn't like Mumford & Sons. Because I don't think I have. Um, and if I have, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> we need to talk about it more, obviously. Um, <laughs> so verse 2. Um, Trimble for yourself, my man, lion man. Uh, you know that you have seen this all before. Um, so I think verse 2, There, I, I think there's a difference even between verse 2. One in verse two, where it's still the older self. The narrator is still the older self, but then the audience might be an older, younger self. So um, for me, think about it for a second. Um, I'm 23. I would be singing as the narrator. I would be talking to, in verse one, I might be talking to 14-year-old me versus in verse two, I might be talking to like 16 or 17-year-old me as well, where you know that you've seen this all before, like this thing has happened again. This whatever whatever has was causing some sort of grief in the earlier time, it has come again. And it maybe not fourteen and seventeen. That's three years. A lot can happen there. Maybe it's much closer together. Maybe it's twenty three year old Evan is talking to twenty one and twenty two year old Evan, which is very possible. Maybe twenty three year old Evan is talking to. All 23-year-old Evans. Maybe this year's just been a real rocker. You know what I mean? And, and so it's this re, it's offering reassurance. You've been through this before. You know what you're going, you know what you're looking at. You know how to handle this. Um, tremble little lion, man. You'll never settle any of your scores. The the trembling I doesn't, I don't have a problem with that. To me, I understand that as it's okay to be emotional. It's okay to be afraid. It's okay to it's okay to be trembling right now. Like, this is a big deal. It's okay. So I'm, I don't have a problem with that at all. Um, I mean, I have a problem with trembling sometimes, but that's a deeper, that's an Enneagram thing. Um, Enneagram, however you say it. I'm sorry, Olivia. Um, but whatever whatever it is, um, that that to me is like a tremble, tremble, man. You can tremble. Like, I, I know what you're going through. You can, we're, we're on the same level. Um, you'll never settle any of your scores. I see this going two ways. Either you're never... You're not going to be able to settle your scores, period. Like, you're not going to be able to do that. You're not going to be able to square everything up and even it out and be okay. So you should just move on. Or or it's you can't fix everybody's problems. So you need you you got to stop trying. Um, 
And I think I see that both ways because I've seen it. I felt it both ways in my life. Listening to this, like I said, listening to this song for 10 years, a lot's gone on in 10 years since I was 14 years old. And as it should. And I think I've seen it both ways. I think I can say there have been points in my life where I've listened to this song and I've interpreted it as I can't do it. So I just need to keep powering forward, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. And there's something wrong, but I can't fix it. And I just need to keep going. Whether that's there's something wrong with somebody and they don't want to do like whatever that looks like. There are however many ways that can look. I've seen my life through that lens both ways. And so I think I'm okay with listening to it and being okay with it going both ways. Um, your grace is wasted in your face. Spending too much time. Your grace is wasted in your face is a lie. This is, I have always taken this as you're spending too much time on yourself. You're spending too much time on trying to figure out how you can justify what you're doing in response to what somebody else is doing. You're trying to justify what's been going on when what needs to happen is you just need to move on. You're wasting your time. Your boldness stands alone among the wreck. Um, Being bold has set you apart. Being bold has wrecked everybody around you. And maybe it's not everybody. Maybe it's not a whole group. Maybe it's just the one person. Being too brash and too bold pushes you away from people who don't want that, pushes you away from people that don't deserve that is probably a better way to say that there. And so here the narrator is warning middle eight, middle, middle individual, you got to be careful. Like this is, we're going to end up, if you do this, if you keep going the way you're going, we're going to end up right back here where I'm at. And I am like the oldest, the oldest of the three. Um, man, I feel like I should have a, a, like a chart or a whiteboard or something, but I don't think that would help with a podcast. Um, now learn from your mother or I'll spend your days biting your own neck. So this is like one of the most direct references to the lion, um, to the lion imagery. I think a lot about, um, Lion King actually, when I, when I have always heard this line, because there's that one scene, I can't think of the mother lion's name for the life of me. Uh, she like picks him up and like you see on the nature documentaries, like, like, um, parent, animals carrying their cubs by the neck. Um, and so cubs, babies, puppies, kittens, whatever. And so with, with that, they're sticking really hard to the imagery. Um, I, and I, I like that moving from the mother line to the, just, or else you, or else you'll, or else spend your days biting your own neck. I've always heard Um, or else I'll spend your days biting your own neck. And, um, obviously that doesn't make sense now that I've said it, but I've always heard it. Um, and I've always interpreted it as this is again, points to that. It's, it's me and me in this conversation. Um, you're, you gotta stop doing this or you're going to hold yourself back. You're going to hold us back and we're going to be right here. And we need, like, we have the potential to be so much better. Um, so then we break into the chorus again. Um, after verse two, so two heavy verses separated by a great chorus. The chorus comes back in after the second verse. Um, it isn't really, it's extended, but it's only extended because it's repeated. Um, they complete the deny my dear, then they go, but it was not your fault, but mine. Um, and they go through that again. And then there's this, this incredible breakdown um, with some riffs on a guitar 
and there's there's acoustic and the banjo comes in and you hear um, there might be some 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 standing bass in there as well um, and then um, the vocals do this incredible yelling this is where I yell in my car whenever this song is on it doesn't matter if I'm sick or whatever um, I will scream this to, at the top of my lungs because I just this part is so good it it means absolutely nothing it's just it's just letting it out. It's that roar, I think. When I think about the lion man, it, the lion imagery, it's just the roar. It's the the out of the outness of an emotion, of the emotional expression. Um, goes back to you know, brings me back to the lion man idea or the lion king idea, um, where like Simba at the end. Sorry, spoilers. Simba roars and. Um, and, and it just leads to this. It's it's a great moment for him. It's a great moment for everybody around him. Um, it's that release. I don't know with this one because it goes back to the chorus, but the chorus at the end of the song, it's extended as well. So, but they, so all it is is they just repeat that, but it was not your fault but mine and it was your heart on the line. Um, it's For some reason, I've always heard it. It's a little more upbeat um, than the others. It's a little more positive sounding. Um, and obviously it's because music has to resolve itself on a technical level that the chords resolve. It doesn't have to, I'm sorry. It, it most of the time generally re- resolves itself and comes to a point that it sounds really nice and really nice. Sometimes a lot of the time sounds really happy. And so I, part of me kind of pushes back and says, is it happy because it's supposed to sound happy or is it happy because of the resolution of the end of the song? And I think it might be a little bit of both. I think it's coming to peace with the conversation that's being had. The narrator realizes it's all on him. And maybe the narrator is realizing that he needs to make the change. Maybe I'm speaking into this from a very personal level. Um, but it's my show, <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna do that for a second, and I'm the only one here. But like I I think that that is what is going on there. I think it's it's a coming to peace, even though it isn't it isn't a lot of peace because the the resolution and the positivity kind of just glimmers through just a little bit, and then the resolution at the end um, where the chords kind of fall into place, everything right there. It's like oh okay, like, maybe there's something more to come. And you don't get to hear it. You don't get to hear this story again. You hear the rest of the other stories in the song. Um, the next track after Little Lion Man is Tim Shell, which is great. I mean, the, the whole album, guys. I can't... I can't tell you enough, man. You, got, you just got to check this song. You got to check this album out. You got to check this band out. Um, like I said, I... I desperately love this song. I listen to this song a lot. Um, I probably could go back through and look at the play counts, um, but it wouldn't be accurate because I'm sure I've had to. I've lost that play count and started it over a bunch of times. This song is incredibly deep. I I have connected to it personally over the ten years that I've listened to it. I will continue to connect to it personally. I will continue to connect to this band personally. And I hope you guys do too. Um, I, like I said, I highly recommend checking this band out if you haven't already. Um, highly recommend listening to this song again. Look up the lyrics because like I said, there were moments that I've had this song in my hands for 10 years, 9 years. 
And there were moments that I'm reading the lyrics, I'm like, what? I never thought of that. And um, so, yeah, I, I highly recommend checking it out. Um, and, like, message me. I set up an Instagram. Um, the Instagram is, let me, I should know this by now, but I, I literally just set it up the other day. One, it's one hit pod, uh, hit spelled with a one instead of an I, um, or one hit wander. If you search on Instagram, you should be able to find us, but follow me. I'm going to have updates throughout there. We're going to do fun guest stuff and all that jazz. Um, but definitely message, you know, message me there, message me through, um, anchor or whatever you're using to listen, uh, send me a, shoot me a review, shoot me an email, um, Whatever you got, man. I'd love to talk to everybody. I'd love to talk to anybody about this, um, about this song, about other songs, song recommendations. Like I said, um, I, I'm going to start doing this regularly. I enjoy music so much. I enjoy talking about music so much. I know so many people that enjoy talking about music as much as I do. And this is going to become a regular thing. Um I don't want to commit to days. I don't want to commit to Tuesdays and Thursdays releasing episodes because some weeks it might be different. Um, but at least two a week is going to be my goal. Um, if you guys have any recommendations for songs, any ways that I can make the show better, please, like I said, contact me. If you're listening on iTunes, rate and review, please. I appreciate anything you guys have to say about the show. Um, hope to hear from you soon. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Have a good one.